This is Channel 253. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Welcome back for another episode of We Art Tacoma. I'm Eric Hanberg. How are you, Doug? I'm grand. It was a lovely interview today. We're talking to uh, something that's a bit of a first, two anonymous guests, and uh, you're going to have to listen to find out why they're uh, in the studio. Yes, and I have to go into my bag of tricks to see if I can disguise their voices. Ooh, we're we're going to do some spy stuff here. Mm -hmm. Let's give it a listen. Well, we are in the studio today for something uh, kind of different. Uh, we've never done an anonymous podcast before, but the names have been changed to protect the monkeys, if you will. Uh, we have Ms. Monkey. Please say hello. Hello. And we have the great ape. Hello. How are you? So if you ever want to have a really like awkward call, you pick up the phone and you dial a number of someone you don't know who it is and you say, is the great ape there? And hope that you got it right. So uh, why why great ape? Why Ms. Monkey? Uh, what, is, what is this all about that we're talking about today? I, I just, uh, I, I got involved uh, quite a few years ago. In Monkey, Monkey Shines. We're, yeah, we're talking about the, Monkey Shines. Yeah, the Monkey yeah, Shine in Project. The Monkey Shine Project, yeah. yeah. And uh, um, I'm not going to give away why great ape, but okay. if you... Look at an ape, you can tell their stature is quite large, sometimes intimidating. So it just kind of fits. They're great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're ape-like. What are monkey shines? So a monkey shine, by definition, is a prank or a mischievous act. Um, And what we use the monkey shine analogy with is glass floats or glass medallions that a group of Tacoma artists create and then hide throughout the city. When do they hide that throughout the city? Uh, it's around Chinese New Year, which varies from year to year. So we kind of use that time because it's generally a time in Tacoma and the Pacific Northwest. Let's get real. That is usually awful and cloudy and rainy post-holiday, kind of in uh, the time of year where people could use a little bump. A reason to go outside, a reason to connect with people, uh, and a reason just to go have fun. So it's it's a it started as a glass float or glass medallion. It started as a glass float. So it started it, it never intended to be a thing and it never the intention was never to be a 24 year thing. 24 whoa 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 24 years. So this will be 16 years and uh, all of the artists have committed. So it's based around the Chinese lunar cycle which okay. is a 12 year animal cycle. Okay. Um The reason that it is even connected with that was back in 2003, uh, another glassblower and I were looking for a way to uh, bring ourselves out of the slump. And we thought, well, let's make some stuff and let's hide it and then we'll watch people find it and then we'll get excited and they'll be excited. And yeah, that'll work, right? Right. Very low concept. So um, this other glassblower, Mr. Monkey, happened to have a brass stamp of a monkey head. We stamped the balls that we had made 
we made about 60 of them. Okay. And we were talking while we were doing it. Have we ever got excited already? We were having fun, you know. And um, some other glass blowers said, hey, we went on, we want in on that. Um, and the studio said, we'll give you a day to blow glass. We brought in a lot of artists. We stamped all these balls. We Our intention was to get them out before Christmas, but as time you know, gets at a premium around that that time of year. We ran out of time. We looked for our next holiday, which was Chinese New Year. Then the question was, what are the odds that it was Year of the Monkey? What are the odds it was Year of the Monkey? 12 and 1. Okay. And it was. And Those it are was. the odds, yeah. <laughs> so that's why we and so we, we all hid the balls. We had great, a lot of fun. Um, and the following year, the people started questioning us, are you going to do it again? Can we do it again? So this group of artists said, in for a penny, in for a pound. If we're going to do a second year, we need to commit to do all 12 of the lunar cycle. Wow. So we did. And... At the end of the 12 years, everybody said, you can't stop. You know, my, we take the day off of work. We, our children were little. Now they're grown up. Some of them have kids of their own. It's this tradition. So we all said, huh, we were only going to do this for one day. In 2003, are we down for another 12? And, and it just seemed like too important of a, a event to let go. It's an opportunity for people to connect. It's an opportunity for people to chat with strangers. Hey, did you find anything? Are you out looking for monkey shines? And, yeah. And it's just evolved into a really cool gorilla art. I want to come back to that. But first, Mr. Great Ape, how did you get involved? Um, I how did you volunteered. get involved? <laughs> I, literally, I volunteered. I had just gotten into glass blowing, And um, I was just super eager to learn as much as I can and work with as many people as I could that had a, uh, a higher understanding of the glass blowing. And there were some people there that I'd met um, prior to volunteering that I was working closely with. And I, through the grapevine, I was told about this just anonymously. And so I volunteered and um, I've been here ever since. Um, I oh. actually, uh, wow. Do you remember what the, first, what the animal was when you first started? It was the third, <laughs> from monkey to uh, monkey rooster dog. Yeah, monkey rooster yeah, dog. Yeah, what what is it this so, year? Out yeah. of curiosity, it's either pig or boar. Pig or boar. Yeah. So pig, a boar is a pig, right? Right. Yeah. right. How many medallions or balls will you personally create in a in a in a year or four? Oh, for I'd love to answer that honestly, but I just can't. Um, is, that, is it a closely guarded secret? Or? It's not a guarded secret. It's uh, there's a certain goal that we are given or we are suggested to, um, and we push as hard as we can to make sure that we have what we would like to have. Um, so the final number is, is you know, um, I could probably answer it a lot better. Can we cut that? We'll just bleep it. Yeah, because yeah, I doesn't know a thing yeah. about it. Oh. <laughs> That's two <Yeah>. beeps. <laughs> That's a double beeper? <laughs> okay, can you beep it nice and well? <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry about that. We weren't you swearing. Were <laughs> we just, uh, Ms. Monkey's uh, uh, mild-mannered identity was revealed. Right. Exactly. It's over. Exactly. So um, so I want to know a little bit more about like what, what goes into getting ready for this. Like, like when do you start preparing for, uh, you said it's not Chinese New Year, it's around it's Chinese around New Year. Chinese but, but like when do you have to start blowing glass and making medallions to, to make this thing work? Well, oh gosh, well, I'm already looking forward to next year, right? So, uh, by the glass blowing process, the uh, there's artists that create the different metal stamps that we use. We have bronze stamps, brass stamps. Um, those usually um, are acquired in. July, August, uh, four years ago, the year of the horse, we started selling candle cups. Actually, excuse me, the year of the horse uh, a group of individuals approached us and said, hey, we would like to contribute. Can you create, can you sell something, you know, a special something? And, and that's a huge rule with monkey shines. We never sell a monkey shine. It's a serendipitous event if you find one. Um, so we we created a, a vase at that time for this select group of individuals, and if they don't, they donated money and received the vase, and that um, evolved into a candle cup, which now two different artist galleries in Tacoma sell to help fund the glass blowers and the glass studio. Yeah, because glass is a, an expensive medium. Glass is ridiculously expensive, and unfortunately, the Tacoma Arts Commission also um, was great to support the Monkey Shine uh, project. Project as well. There, are, so big shout out to them. Thank yeah, you. Kudos. Yeah. So it so it's a very expensive endeavor, but because of those different um, uh, community involvement, we've been able to expand the number of glass balls and medallions we've made from two hundred up to this year. Our goal is to get two thousand items out, and I think we're on track for that. Wow. Yeah. So it's fantastic. Uh, Hilltop artists is involved. They've written grants of their own so it's it's really exciting to see community members have been starting to get involved on their own we call them rogue monkeys and they just start making stuff and we're going to talk to a rogue monkey oh, soon exciting. after the break wonderful yep. great I, i've i've not met any of them so <laughs> it's it's exciting for us to see um how i think tacoma is one of the only cities that would really embrace this in this way and um it just feels like People are more about giving than receiving, you know. This feels very Tacoma to me. Mm -hmm. Is it is it happening anywhere else, or is this something that that is special to us? That it, I think it's one hundred percent Tacoma. It is Tacoma, <laughs> yeah. man. Not that I know. I don't think this happens anywhere else, yeah. and certainly not in this capacity. When when did when did you start to realize that this was a thing? Like like, like it wasn't just a you you know you said you you have to go the full twelve years, but like like. I am. I meet people who are so excited this time of year, like they're planning ahead for monkey shine season, if you will. Like, it's like crazy when, to when, hear, did, man. when did you know that this that this was like really resonating with people? I think it I, hit me from the beginning. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I saw it. It'd be used as a noun. Like, oh my gosh, this is a word, and people 
use this as a like monkey shine season, like you said. There's this whole vocabulary around it. Monkey shiners. There was yes, a, monkey shiners. <laughs> somebody wrote a, a, a post defiance, a local publication blog, I think it is. Somebody wrote a story about a, an anti-hero who goes around smashing monkey shines. And I saw a little cult movie that someone did. I said, oh my gosh, are you kidding? This is fair. I love that all the artists and creatives and throw their hat in the ring you know it's just cool it's we really want to connect with each other and really monkey shines the real gift of monkey shines is the connections right so it's so cool to see people just connecting and wanting to be involved and having a vehicle um in order to talk to their neighbors to kind of last year the monkey shine thing was like let's make Tacoma small again Mm -hmm. you know let's turn into that small town where we roll each other's trash off or say here you take this parking place I'll park a block away in the rain whatever happened to that right and I think Tacoma still has that in their bandwidth I don't think we're far enough removed that we we want that yeah for sure yeah, Tacoma's, uh, it, it's got its own life, man. And, and if you're part of it, um, it, 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 you become it, you know? It's, uh, I don't live in Tacoma. Okay. I do business in Tacoma. Okay. I love the city. Um, you're a, co- a commuting grade eight. You could say that, yeah. <laughs> I've worked all over, yeah. I've worked all over the great Northwest in uh, my previous background. So um, you, when you see somebody holding one or um, posting a picture of one um, and, and you say, uh, you, know, you can say, oh, I recognize that one or wow, I didn't see that one. That's right. beautiful, you know. Right. It's inspiring just for another person to get involved and make a piece or find a piece or rehide a piece. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's really put everybody under one umbrella you know we're not so much spread apart anymore you know everybody's coming together as a as a, as monkey shiners really you know I, I whether think, you're involved in it or not i think tacoma was early in the the pokemon go craze you know they got everyone out there. <laughs> but we had tacoma rocks we had right. uh, beautiful angle right. we have monkey shines it's like we like to go look for things that i feel That's like that right. is tacoma's thing it's a gift of art and um, beautiful angle got involved the very first year creating uh posters for the monkey shine project as well so we love them yeah they're i think the original rogues that's funny yeah yeah yeah, yeah, funny. yeah that would be do, it, do you have any uh stories you've heard that that just really inspire you and make you commit to doing you know in your case like another 12 years or another whatever it is like like something that you've heard or that just something that just really hit you and made you feel good about what you're doing Gosh, which one? There's so many great you, stories. You, you mentioned in your email something about someone who'd been looking for eight years. I thought oh that was fascinating. Oh my gosh, there is. There are. I, we follow blogs, or we we have a Facebook page, right. Monkey Shines, um, and uh, we see people say, "I've been looking for five years." I've been, and I saw a local. Um, celebrity had posted uh, I've been looking for eight years and I finally found one and I said wow somebody that cool has been out eight years looking for a monkey shine that is dedication that, is that dedication. was a mind blower so um, I've heard stories of I, I think the most one of the more poignant stories that I heard was uh, 
a woman whose friend had been diagnosed with cancer, and the woman had died. It was a group of friends that always went out monkey shining together, and one of the women died. And this woman wrote to Ms. Monkey's Hotmail account and said, uh, I just want to share this with you. I was very depressed. I could hardly get out of bed, and my friends came by, and they said, no, it's time to go monkey shine hunting. And she had looked for four or five years, and she said, I begrudgingly got out of my bed and got dressed. I didn't want to. I really miss my friend. I'm tearing up now to tell the story. She said, I walked out right to a monkey shine. And it was like a gift from her. And I, I those are the stories that really resonate because that really is the vibe. It's, you know, when they're kind of there to uplift and when you need, need that little bump the most. So yeah. there's a lot of stories like that are just so unbelievably poignant. Yeah, that got me. I, I, I hadn't heard that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Everybody's crying. <laughs> I mean, is, is everybody's there, is there crying. Anything, anything that they could have done that in private. <laughs> <laughs> anything that, that really has hit hit home for you? Uh, well, of course, something a story that like that. Um, yeah, that's pretty solid. But yeah, um, you know, I, I I I've come across a lot of people in in my lifetime that sooner or later or at one point they're going to need something you know whether it's a pat on the back or a slap on the head or something to get them moving you know i mean it's just people have hard times all the time you know it's just not a, a single item or a single moment that people struggle through it's life is a struggle and we live it the best we can but if there's something to come from what we're doing what 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 the community's going through with the monkey shines is um, you're, you're always going to need a friend and this is a really good way to make new friends and to, um, you know, put yourself out there a little bit. Some people need that shove. Some people need somebody to say, let's go do this real quick. You know, it's not going to take long. It might be a little cold, but you're going to like it. You know, you're going to love it. You're going to fall in love with the fact that you're outside, that you're hunting for something and there's other people who have the same interests. You know, it's, it's a group effort to, you know, to, to keep a community tight. And I think uh, this is a great way to do it yeah. um, for a lot of people. And I don't particularly have a personal story like that. I do have somebody that I know that suffers from depression that looks forward to this time every year. Um, so it's kind of a point to, you know, make sure that they at least know that it's still going on. Yeah. You know. So if, if someone has never been hunting for monkey shines before and they hear this podcast and they think, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to do it. What advice do you have for them? Bring a flashlight. <laughs> Bring a flashlight. Okay. Pick up trash. Pick up trash. Very nice. And and really, uh, so monkey shines are always put in public places. Okay. So stay in public places. Don't be in someone's if yard. If it's on yeah, somebody's yeah. yard, it's not a monkey shine it's, for you. It's a garden now. Yeah, that's their <laughs> monkey shine. Now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, Tacoma has got so many beautiful, wonderful places. So really get out on your feet, see the city, say hello to other people that are looking in. And bushes with flashlights or people who are skulking around are probably monkey shiners yeah, probably yeah, hunters. Yeah. So. There's a there's a predatorial time in the between <laughs> PAM and PM there and, and you know you get the closer you get to the sun coming up, you could probably trust most people out there. Okay. Yeah. I mean So so I'm on the on the parks parks board and, and are parks a good place to look for They're a lovely place yeah. to look. Yeah. I mean it drives people to places they've never been. Yep. You know? 
know, and if they know about the public parks being um, a target area for hiders or searchers or seekers, um, then, yeah, that's actually bringing more awareness to the parks as well. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So one thing that, that the public doesn't really know about Monkey Shine and the Monkey Shine Project is we don't know where they all go either. Oh, okay. There's close to 100 uh, Monkey Shiners that religiously show up at the Monkey Shine Lair, and each one is given a box filled with glass objects. There's clay objects. There's so many different incredible hashtag Monkey Shines 2019, yeah, hashtag yeah. 2018. Take a look. You will see incredible works going out there. Um, every Each individual box comes with an area of town. So they are all over Tacoma. Um, and we only know where we hide our own 50 okay. balls and medallions. So we don't even know where they all are. Nobody knows. Some are so well hidden. I know I personally have hid some that won't be unearthed uh, for they very renovate their long. Until they renovate their home. something <laughs> right. gets torn the down. Sidewalk gets removed. Yeah, right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they could be anywhere and they okay. show up at any time. Yeah. Yeah. So to take from that is um, don't look in the most obvious places. Look, glance, but really get yourself into the search. You know, and, because yeah. you'll get lost and you'll love it. And to follow up also to that is there's a, a critical thing is the glass, the art, the gifts are the vehicle for connection. Mm -hmm. So the real treasure of Tacoma is the city mm -hmm. and the people within it. That's don't get so caught on object orientation that you forget about living in the moment. It's fun with your friends. It's fun mm -hmm. with strangers. It's fun to connect. Yep. That's the gift of Monkey Shines. I like that. Um, we're going to uh, interview uh, uh, one of the rogue Monkey Shiners in a second. But one of the questions we ask people who come on this podcast, which I didn't prep you for in advance, so you're going to have to think really well, you know, really <laughs> fast. Is there anyone in the city uh, who's doing really – uh, great artistic work that you would like to just give a shout out to. It could be another glass blower. It could be, could be an organization like the a museum or the Grand or something like that. But is there anyone who you just really want to say like, good work? Here's my gold star for today. I would say um, I would go. I wouldn't categorize anybody specifically okay. but what i would say is the tacoma arts commission again fabulous yep. um so great with their big reach yep. to serving artists all they helped fund this podcast yay ding 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 right ding, ding, ding. and and reaching to develop uh, the artists, they reached and developed and uh, support tacoma artists like yeah. yourself yeah. and us I second that. That I couldn't best that. So okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, Tacoma Absolutely. Arts Commission, gold star. Two, <laughs> two. That's right. Thank three. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Ms. Monkey. Thank you, uh, Mr. Great Ape, and uh, we appreciate what you've been doing for Tacoma. Thank you. Happy hunting. Yeah. Good luck, guys. This is Nate Bowling, host of the Nerd Farmer podcast on the Channel 253 Network. Coming back from a trip to New Orleans, I had an awesome idea for a topic and a guest for our podcast. So from the air, I reached out to the guest to see if she was interested. I chatted with producer Doug to book time at the Moonyard Studios. By the time I landed at SeaTac, I had a whole episode of Nerd Farmer coordinated and scheduled. And I did it all without having to pay for Wi-Fi, thanks to Alaska's free chat service. Facebook Messenger, iMessage, and WhatsApp are all free when you fly Alaska. When all you have to do is send a couple messages before you dig into your awesome cheese plate, it's an amazing feeling to know you won't have to pay for it. 
Stay connected when you travel and skip the travel sites. Just head to alaskaair.com and book your ticket. I'm Nate Bowling, Alaska Airlines MVP Gold, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. And we're Good. back. That was uh, a really fun conversation with Ms. Monkey and the Great Ape. But we have uh, someone in the studio now who is not anonymous. Not anonymous. This is yeah. uh, John Murphy. Welcome. Hey, thanks for uh, having me here. It's great. So you are a, a rogue monkey, I understand. Yeah. So, um, which I just found out, I guess, when I posted uh, the picture of the things I made <laughs> just on Twitter, um, that... You know, not officially, you're not affiliated with the uh, the two individuals that you spoke with earlier. Right. Uh, just kind of doing things on my own, but still kind of contributing to the spirit of uh, Monkey Shines as a whole. And one of the things that I learned is, is that at this point, they're, they're kind of relying on the rogues because they they can't produce all, you know, 2,000 items uh, on their own. So they need the rogues to help step in. Yeah. When, when I heard that number, I was just, it amazes me just because of the amount of work that has to go into right. crafting each of those pieces. So, um what I've made, a um, little easier, not 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 as labor intensive. Uh, I was able to just do it in my basement and uh, kind of forget about it for a couple of days, and then uh, turned out great. So I'm really I'm really happy with uh, with what I've been able to achieve so far. Were you were you a monkey shine monkey shine searcher? That is, turns out to be a tongue twister. <laughs> were you a monkey shine searcher before you started being going rogue? You know, believe it or not, um, last year was the first year that I was actually able to get out. And look, yeah. um, just time-wise, going out in the middle of the night hasn't really uh, fit with uh, my my day jobs sure, over sure. the years. Uh, whether it was just heading into work and I would see people on the street with flashlights and stuff. Or I, uh, the past few years, I've actually been traveling. So it's like always a bummer. Yeah. Um, but last year, my wife and I just like made it a point. Like, we're going to get out there, try to find some stuff. She was really excited because her, her, you know uh, – she was a you know year of the dog, so she's like, gotta find something. We gotta find something. Gotta last find year, something. last year was year of the dog. Year okay. of the dog last year. So we didn't find end up finding anything. We didn't find uh, an orb or a medallion. Um, did find a marble down um, uh, down a Rustin Way, which was kind of cool. Really tiny little thing. I almost thought it was just like an accident. And it was there, but uh, right. So that's sitting on one of our shelves. But uh, so this year, I just kind of you know thought it was like you know what I have. Uh, I had made some Christmas presents for my family, had some material left over, and I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna get involved this year. We're, we're going to go out and look, and I'm going to yeah. know, be a part of it. So what are you making? So I actually um, used a, a, a kind of a deep pour uh, uh, epoxy resin uh, for casting um, and basically found some uh, a little pig-headed silicone mold that these things pop out of real easy once the material is cured. And so just this little little pig head. And uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Use some uh, some alcohol ink to to kind of add some some color and some flair to these things, so it kind of just drips down through the resin as it's curing, and you get kind of this really randomized pattern. It's so, something uh, I've never seen before. Is just like you know you kind of it's kind of I did the same thing. I said I made Christmas presents for my family. I made coasters for them all using you know similar uh, just a different different type of mold, same ink, same same resin, and I just kind of applied those same techniques to just a smaller scale and. And now you have rogue monkey. Now shines. I have rogue monkey shines. I, yeah, have a, I'm starting to get a, a full table. Uh, how many? How many them. have you made so far? So far, um, I have uh, about thirty ready to go that wow. I could put out today if I wanted to. Um, and then actually this this morning started making. Just made a few more. I was like, still have some stuff. Got some time. Yeah. Um, 
Can, did, can uh, we put the picture of them in the show notes? Yeah, so for sure. Can, yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, anything I've posted online, like I said, I'm I'm not remaining anonymous like okay. like some of the others. So yeah, feel free to to share and post. I actually, you know, the more people who see it, and I've already you know get people asking me like, when are you going to put these out? Are they out already? You're already wanting to search for them and. And uh, which makes me feel really good. It makes me feel yeah. like, oh, wow, it's like, I mean, I was like really not only contributing, but people are getting excited about this. And right. It well, it, it was me... your post that made me remember, like it is monkey shine season. Yeah. And that's what, and you got me in touch with these anonymous folks that we saw. Right. And that was very cool. No, I'm glad, I'm glad it worked out. Cause like I said, it's like one of those things. It's just like pure Tacoma. Like, it, you yeah, know, it definitely and, feels that way. And uh, even have people, you know, you know, friends and family that have lived either in the vicinity for most of their lives and like even asking me like what is that what does that even mean right explain it to them they're like oh man we might have to <laughs> try that <laughs> might out. have to get out there and, and and search for ourselves so um yeah i like seeing how excited people get you know we've had friends almost every year you know they'll yeah. come up with a medallion or an orb and we've always been kind of jealous of that and i was like well you know what even if we don't come away with one this year again at least we can kind of have that feeling of uh of accomplishment that we've kind of put something right. else out there into the world and right. that people find those that, you know, yeah. they can go home feeling happy. And that, that makes me feel just as good, honestly. So, so resin, alcohol ink, pig head mold. Yeah. Uh, would you call yourself an artist? Like, like, is this something you've done before? Uh, I mean, really, this is my first, uh, experience into, into, um, resin casting. I've been really Researching it for probably a year and a half, mostly um, in the frame of potentially making like a river table with wood. What's a uh, river table? That's basically you have like a, like a, an exotic wood of some sort, a walnut or something with a, like a live edge. So not a, not okay. a, not a okay. cut edge. And then yeah. um, put it put down flat, pour the, the resin in between. Cool. Um, so you have it's like a mixed media type, type thing. So I've been, you know, experimenting with that, looking at it for a long time, never really pulled the trigger. And then uh, – for whatever, because I've been looking at all these videos and stuff on Instagram and other social media platforms, I started seeing all these suggested videos from other artists, and that's when I saw coasters. And then uh, when my wife and I decided we weren't going to purchase Christmas presents for anybody this year, and I was like, okay, well, she's like, I'm just going to bake. I was like, well, I want to make something for my family. And then I was like, oh, this is where I can buy this size mold that's like perfect for a coaster. I was like, oh, I can get this is with the this particular video. They use this material. And I was like, ordered some stuff online and. Uh, Kind of just yeah. experimented, and yeah. uh, my family really, really, really loved them. So when I was able to give them those for Christmas, and then I was like, like I said, I just have I was kind of cleaning up my basement a little bit. I was going to put some stuff away, and I was just like, you know what? It's like I have all the stuff right here. I'm still set up to essentially create things. I was like, I'm going to find a pig mold, and I'm just going to go for it. That's awesome. So, and I had a couple other ideas too. I kind of kicked around that. Still, I don't want to say what they are. I'll probably if I okay. do them, I'll take a picture of them. But the the, the, the reason know. I was delving in here is because I feel like it's that's such that's the hardest transition there is. It's like from from consuming in this case a media of right. like like found art pieces to like participating in it. and like and whether that's like the stage or writing a book you know reading books to writing books like that first time going from like I love this thing a lot and now I'm going to try to participate in it. That's a really big jump. It, it really is, but at the same time, it. Uh, when you just like the, it's so inviting once once people start, you know, you see the excitement out there when you do participate, you know, whatever, you know, kind of nervousness I felt with it, or some, you know, I was like, I was like half half in the back of my head, I was like, okay, somebody's gonna post post a picture, like, oh, I was looking for this, and I just found this little junkie, you know, <laughs> random pig head, like, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, like, that's what I was like, but then like seeing this kind of like, you know, like you know, some of the more anonymous people getting, you know, you know following me on Twitter, liking the posts right, that I've made right. and stuff. Has been it's it's been kind of cool. Like it's made me feel really good about it, and the fact that, like you said, like you know, you might have those kind of hangups about jumping in, but at the same time, if you don't, if you don't, you know, and it doesn't have to be 
extravagant. It doesn't have to be glass. It doesn't have to be, you know, because I invested a little bit of money into into doing this, but luckily I've been able to stretch this this resin pretty far. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's like there, I'm not using it. If someone else can get some enjoyment out of this, like, I yeah. think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but like just kind of going for it is... It's a, it's a it's an important step, I think, and yep. I'm glad that I was able to kind of convince myself to to do that this year. That's so. cool. So here's the important question. Okay, where are you going to hide them? Around, around. About as specific as as I'll be, but like uh, you know the, the tips that we heard earlier. You know, as far as like you know parks and you know public spaces, um, you know that that's really the, the important thing. Because um, I just live you know fairly close by in in the north end. And we always see, you know, families walking around, checking all the bushes in front of the Met through Safeway, uh, the the salmon by the fire station there, yep. you know. Those are like kind of those spots everybody's found stuff in the past, so that's where you want to go. Um, but, yeah, it's it literally could be anywhere in town uh, okay. if it's a public space. So um, I'm – I'm uh, I got to – I, I work from home this week, especially this week, and, and potentially most of the next week. So, I'm gonna have a little bit of free time as long as I have my phone and, a, and some some Wi-Fi. I can work from anywhere. So, yeah, um, that's great. So, I'm gonna do some daytime and some nighttime. Uh, Are you gonna search fashion. as well? Of course, yeah, yeah, okay. ultimately. So, and I think that's where we we ran into a lot too. And I don't I don't think we touched on this at all, but. Um, just some of the the random conversations you have with people who are searching too, and you don't know are they out there hiding? Are they just looking for themselves? And uh, oh. we kind of got some clues just from you know things we saw on Twitter from some of the you know following the hashtag that like potentially people that we spoke with when we were searching last night, and then they just kind of turned around where we were searching after we walked away, and then just like put something down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh man, we could have. So I was like, oh, you know, circle back. Yeah, <laughs> if you've been somewhere for you, if you talked to someone. But everybody out there just is so inviting, I, you know, and uh, it's really cool seeing like uh, like kids out there getting excited and. Um, you know, and especially when they find something, just like that, that joy is is really contagious. What What are the hashtags that you would follow that, that you would recommend someone checking out? Uh, Monkey Shines twenty nineteen okay. is is a big one, um, and then you're you're the pig. Um, that's those are the two most important. Um, I think I've thrown like a, a hashtag Tacoma on a couple of my posts sure, too, just sure. to kind of. But that can be you might end up getting random truck posts if you search that hashtag a little <laughs> yes, too exactly. too so uh, but yeah the monkey shines 2019 i think would be the most important uh between you know twitter and instagram um is really good and then um start once you search that search that hashtag and you see some of the you know more anonymous monkeys twitter profiles as well and they they like to post a lot of a lot of hints of where they hide things um just some t- clues for people who are thinking about getting out there uh, next week and searching, or even potentially, you know, if they, they might be starting to hide stuff now. Yeah, you know, a lot of people. There's a lot of a lot of the rogues out there too that are starting to post stuff. So um, it's been really interesting to kind of see people already getting out there and and hiding things, and kind of it's really tempting just to yep. <laughs> shrug off responsibility and just go and search all day. Right, <laughs> right. Well, that's very exciting. So, so you've posted some on Instagram. Do you just want to yes. say where, where your where people can see some of the pictures? I, I mean, we're going to put a picture as yeah. well. But uh, um, yeah, well, my Instagram uh, handle is uh, John underscore uh, McRotten. Uh, my nice little holdover nickname from my Navy days. And, nice. Uh, and then, um, and my Twitter handle is uh, JM underscore Murph, and that's M U R F. Um, and that's, I, I will say, I'll post them on Instagram just because I like to do that. But at the same time, Twitter is going to be the primary uh, place where I'll be. That's like, where people keep, 
people can find post. it. Yeah, we'll be giving out hints once I finally uh, start getting out there and and uh, and and start hiding. And uh, you know, any, if I make anything more, maybe some little preview pictures yeah. and stuff. Uh, yeah, coming days. So yeah, and something I would just like to uh, take this opportunity is to thank you because you are a member of Channel Two Five Three. I am, and your support is really helping uh, keep us going. You know, it's for you know for what's four dollars a month. That's right. Um, for the amount of content that you you get from that, I mean, I, I even if it's a topic on a podcast in the network that doesn't really interest me, I still listen to it because it's about Tacoma. It, it gives me more knowledge about the city. It enlightens me to things that I, uh, like I said, if I didn't think I was going to be interested in, then by the end of that hour, I'm like, oh, I learned something. I know today. something now, and, and it makes me feel really good. That's the fact that um, you know people that you can interact with on a daily basis are, you know putting themselves out there and like trying to bring this information to us for yeah. um it just it's it's awesome like i i just i really appreciate it it's learning about the city and and what's going on is uh a lot more manageable than trying to focus on things on a national <laughs> scale currently <laughs> so i really appreciate the effort uh from everybody involved with the network um and Thank doing you. what they're doing. It's 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 really cool. And I, I highly encourage anybody who is not a member to to sign up because it's 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 worth it's definitely this, worth the four dollars a month. This is the best testimonial ever. <laughs> channel channel two five three dot com slash membership if you want to be like John. So uh Thank you for uh, taking the time to tell us yep. about uh, your your rogue monkey shine. Of course, work. yeah. No, thanks for having me on. And uh, we'll we'll let you go so you can get out and hide those monkey shines. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to get dark, so uh, <laughs> okay. better get out there. Thanks, John. Thanks, Eric. Well, that was really fun. Have you ever gone hunting for monkey shines, Doug? I, I have not. But you, I'm, 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 I'm ashamed are to you, say. Are As you a Tacoma? I'm ashamed to say you, that. You have to, you have to move to Bellevue now. That's the <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Are you going to go out this weekend no. maybe and listen, or do you have anything else going? Uh, this weekend, my band is playing at the Robin Hood Village Resort in Union on Hood Canal. Two nights, Friday and Saturday, and spending the night in between. Wow, so uh, this is Mr. Blackwatch? It's Mr. Blackwatch. You're, you're going to be uh, performing in Union, okay. We're in residency. In residency. <laughs> the Celine Dion of uh, Union, right. Washington. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to go see this. I, I, I'm going to be uh, out of town for two days, but when I come back, Tacoma Opera has something interesting. They're doing um, an opera called The Rape of Lucretia, and they're leaning into the Me Too element of this like they're they're going for like this is a relevant topical subject and it's like a lot of times when i see you know like we're going to do julius caesar but we're going to do it with like modern day people like i'm 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 not always quite sure it works but this is really intriguing that that they can take something that is hundreds of years old and make it speak to the me too movement and women's rage and all of these things like this it's it's a really intriguing thing and and if i can make it work i'm going to try to go see it they say good art should be able to span the centuries there so there you go okay Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.